welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're going to be talking about Innocent episode three, which opened with a musical number we will never forget. And <laughs> glad Sophia is not hallucinating musical numbers. And um, a lot of shit happened slash a lot of questions were raised. And apparently Sophia has a lot of feelings. So I'm excited to discuss. This show is just insanity. Literally, yeah. these people should all be locked up. There's not a single person, well, I guess ML maybe, who doesn't have like some sort of mental illness. It's crazy. This is why we had to take her out. Like she couldn't not. True. She couldn't, it was not, she didn't fit in. Also, uh, Sophia's drinking Coke and she got all over herself. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the, for the intro. <laughs> Very necessary intro. Yes, we didn't, we didn't go around uh, the circle, but I'm sure Sammy's not drinking anything and I'm not drinking anything. So. I'm drinking mango juice again oh, because okay. I had to finish the bottle. The glass bottle? Mm-hmm. The glass bottle, correct. Good. Yeah, that'll probably go bad real quick if you don't drink it. Yeah, I think it's been like a week or two, but oh. it's still good. There's only the good kind of preservatives in it. So it yeah, I was going to say. The only like, natural kind. Like it can be bottled in a glass bottle, but it seems like they're still putting a lot of chemicals in it. Yeah, no, the glass bottle thing is just because I'm trying to stop buying like disposable plastic containers, yeah. not necessarily for my own health yeah, that's benefits. <laughs> yeah, I, start, I started um, buying bathing suits that are made of plastic bottles. Ooh, that's I'm just cool. A, I'm just imagining a, biki- a bikini that's like two water bottles. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the fabric is made from like... No, I know, yeah. Plastic. I was just thinking I need to buy new bathing suits. Mine are really not for the light of day at this point. <laughs> well, They're summer's old. coming. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we need to have a, a, a bathing suit review episode that's entirely audio. That'll be super useful for everyone. <laughs> Where we just describe it. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> All right, so now Sophia is going to take us through what happened in this episode, and it's going to be hopefully less confusing than last time dear listeners <laughs> oh my god i was off my game for one episode <laughs> we might have to delegate the recapping to another beloved team member <laughs> um okay so just as a disclaimer i guess i was not insane there is a musical scene <laughs> It was just in the next episode. She couldn't even so. wait for us to start recording to make sure we had noticed that there was a musical scene. <laughs> there were written communications and video recordings of part of the episode. <laughs> she sent us a recording advance. of her TV playing the musical scene. <laughs> so we've known for days that's not crazy. Yeah, I just needed you to know that I'm not in the same category as every single character. On this show. That was very important to me. Oh, God. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but (laughs) I try to keep my mental health as in check as I can. In any case, so we start the episode with our dear sleepy friend. He has a very sleepy face. I don't remember his name. Selim. Selim. Okay, yeah. So he's at the office. The creeper? Yes. Yeah. Selim the creeper. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
he couldn't be Salim the Grim. He's just Salim the Creep. In any case, um, so they're in the office and he's just like sitting at his desk looking kind of sleepy as he usually does. And Emmett is like, You say sleepy, I say creepy. He looks like he's asleep. He's about to fall asleep at any second. Disagree. He looks like he's about <laughs> to slobber over ML at any second. Well, I don't, well, I have to say I was completely jarred by uh, how much their office lo- reminds me of my office. Like if we were at the office. <laughs> oh, it God. Was, like, the color scheme. Not, not, the, not my office in the U.S., but my office uh, I used to work in. I used to be based in Krakow. It just reminds me of, of the office there. Uh, very open space with uh, lots of oranges and greens, like the cubicles there. So I was like, ugh. <laughs> Hopefully it didn't remind you of your coworkers. No, absolutely not. They were lovely people. No creepos with candy. Yeah. So, okay, let's continue with the recap. I think we're jumping the gun in terms of our banter section. Um, but that usually happens. And I am the culprit always. So, so they're having the scene. There's this like weirdly choreographed office musical dance um, where Emmett is like pushed in a chair and this and Selim is also pushed in a chair and suddenly his alarm rings and he was asleep. So he had these bizarre dreams. Clearly he's very fixated on um, Emmett. So then we go to uh, like a, well, we don't know yet, but it's a flashback scene of two little boys. They like break into a dude's house and one of the boys like distracts the dude by like banging on his chicken coop and like scaring all his chickens i thought that they had lost like their soccer ball or something but no um alas it's nothing so innocent (laughs) oh (laughs) (laughs) this is so horrible um anyway so there like he like hits on the chicken coop to call this old dude out while the other kid goes inside is like trying to steal well it seems like this guy has a bunch of like old or like damaged um like electronics so this kid is like trying to steal a video camera and the old man suddenly shows up and then the other kid who was rattling the chickens like he hits this guy in the head and he falls to the ground And then the kids just, like, go about their lives. They, like, run and, like, they film each other, like, jumping in the water. Well, one of the boys films the other boy jumping in the water. And then we see that the old man actually died. And the two little boys are sitting on a ledge, like, filming the whole funeral scene. And then we see Yusuf. And Yusuf is, like, desperately crying and, like, very anxious. It's the memory of his which we won't get clarity of. Well, until. and, and uh, the boy that is being filmed by the water has the magnifying glass necklace thing mm-hmm. around. And was neck. the guy that hit the guy over the head. Yep. Yes. Yep. So we are, that's the first clue that it's uh, Tanash, uh, Tarek's older brother. Yeah, I, I did not deduce any of that when I was watching. I had to let the show tell me. <laughs> so Yusuf is like, well, the, the, the other little boy actually kind of looks a lot like Yusuf, weirdly. The one who was like trying to steal the video camera. So he's like crying. Um, he's at the hospital and suddenly Elif wakes up and he's like, oh my God, what do you want? I'll get you anything. Um, do you want some? Uh, she's like, oh, I just want some Monte or ravioli that my mom can cook me, which Monte is not ravioli, just so you know. More like a dumpling, I would say. Dumpling's yeah. a better translation. It's like a very small dumpling. And so like he's just like really relieved that she's 
awake and she's awake and her mom is like around oh and and she says like oh your beard scratched me and so basically he decides he needs to go and shave right at this moment um and turns out that he fortunately had told Elif's Elif's mom and Elif's mom is in the hospital she was talking to the doctor and is now like coming back and he's like oh I'm going for a shave and she's like are you actually going for a shave like we need to get the kid out of the hospital and stuff which classic male I'm sorry but true so this is this is where it gets to me a bit confusing which Tanet is like randomly stalking but we don't know if it's in the present or in the future or in the past but I think it's both we can discuss that later <laughs> but he's like stalking and then he sees a Tariq oh no he sees Yusuf and Yusuf is outside of the hospital it turns out he bumps into Tariq and Tariq's like oh how's the girl doing like how's Elif doing like my mom sent this bone marrow stew and I have these flowers and like Yusuf is like really done with them like he's very like not he like is very kind of rude because Tariq's like oh I want to go see her and he's like well no I'm not gonna let you see her so Yusuf like throws everything in the garbage in like Tariq's view so like Tariq can see that he's throwing all the stuff in the garbage and he's like what the hell and he just like leaves and then we flash back to Tariq and Emel and Emel is like clearly starting to get scared of him because she's clearly seeing him talking to himself repeatedly she's kind of a, like I can't remember exactly what the conversation's about but she like oh I think maybe she asks him what really happened at the bar and he's like well this guy was saying that you were a whore so I beat him up and she knows now that that's not true that actually like he just started beating up a guy with like no provocation at all so she's like really scared of him so she just like goes into the room locks herself in waits until he leaves and then just like starts bawling her eyes out and we see I don't know if this is important but like he brought the flower the same flowers that he brought to Elif to his wife so I guess they were her favorite flowers um so then he goes downstairs and he sees like this guy with a with a cane who I guess is his land I think is his landlord who's like charging him like you owe however much money and he's like yes captain of course captain like he goes into his like I guess now we know it's kind of like a psychotic episode where he thinks that he's in the army but again as we mentioned last episode it seems like a weird time in the army because he seems to be like fighting some Greeks which if you think about Turkish history would have to be like in the 70s and Cyprus would be the most recent I think I don't know if there's, there's been anything more recent, but that seems like the most recent, which has me very confused. So then we see our friend Taner stalking again. So in the first scene, it seemed like he was stalking Yusuf outside of the hospital. But in this scene, we see that he's actually stalking outside of the hospital, but he's stalking his wife. Ruya is her name. Oh, that was, I thought that was in the past. I think line. so. I think so. I think it is in the past. Okay. But he was stalking his wife, Ruya. As she left yeah definitely school. yeah and at the same time he gets a phone call from Tariq where he's being insane well he sorry he's having a psychotic episode and saying that like oh the cannons I have to get the cannons ready and like they're gonna attack us from below or like all these sort of military things that are extremely confusing and 
Tanya is like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand anything. And then the other guy's like, whatever, whatever. I'll just hang out. They're coming. They're coming. They found me or something. It's just like very dramatic slash very, very complicated to understand. So we see Ruya come out of the hospital and uh, Taner is like right behind her, very creepily. I don't remember if he actually like, like lets her know that he's following her or not. If they like actually. I think he grabs her arm and then they like cut away. Okay. So we don't know what happened. We don't know why she's at the hospital. I don't know. I'm very confused. They're giving me too little information for me to like actually make a conjecture about anything. So then we go back to uh, Emel. She's at work and she's kind of like, like very flustered about this whole situation with, with her husband. And our friend Salim is like, it's weird. He doesn't even say hi. He's just like candy. And it's like, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? Like you, like unlike us, have not been stuck in a pandemic where you haven't socialized for almost two years. So like you can be normal if you want to. <laughs> oh god so he's like oh candy and then then is this the most mind-boggling part he starts being extremely like invasive in my opinion being like you know your husband he seems to be really fucked up and she's like what the fuck are you talking about and he's like yeah at the bar you know he kind of got into a really bad fight and she's like oh, okay at least he doesn't seem to be as creepy as as he initially seemed, I guess. And he's like, yeah, my sister's a psychologist. Like I can refer you to her and she can tell you. But then again, I'm wondering because probably it should be a psychiatrist that he should be talk that she should be talking to rather than a psychologist, but we can discuss this later. Anyway, (laughs) random plot hole plot question. Because like a, a, psych- a psychologist cannot diagnose, I don't think, a mental illness without a psychiatrist. Like a major mental illness. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think they can't. Psychologists, at least in the U- U.S., can't uh, prescribe yeah. medications. But you have to remember, this is a different country. So it might be. True. You know, psychologists might be able to. I don't know. True, true. True. But yeah, I guess. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm going off on a wrong tangent. So he basically like says all these things and she's kind of like what the fuck are you talking about like go like you're way off base like do not talk to me about this and she's like upset and he's like he realizes that he's clearly fucked up and he apologizes then she apologizes because she says like you know I'm obviously upset like give me some candies and so she calls up her sister-in-law Ruya and like let's meet in the park in 45 minutes and then she says bye asks for more candy like they apologize again and he's like you know really like my sister she can help you and like she's like fine give me her info so then we go to a weird scene with Taner and Ruya where okay I need you guys to help me figure this out because like are they bruises what she has or is it like a skin illness I feel like she like he pulled her out of a situation where she was being abused or like he like they're not together or like they're kind of together like illicit like it's an affair but she's her her legit relationship legit in air quotes um is uh, an abusive one mm-hmm. that was my theory based on the bruising i thought he had beat her up and that's why she was like so like didn't want him touching her yeah it's hard to say i think i feel like it's another man doing it but mm-hmm. We don't have enough information. True. 
Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like a skin condition or bruises, but I just needed some clarification on that. So he's putting this ointment on her skin and she's very disinterested from it all. And then she goes to the living room, gets the call from from Emel asking her to meet in the park. And they go and meet in the park and they're like talking and she's like basically saying that they have a pretty good sex life, but that she knows that this guy's going insane or like something's off evidently. And Ruya just seems really obsessed with sex is the conclusion of this conversation. Agreed. <laughs> She's like, basically your marriage is all about sex. And if it's good, it's good. And if it's bad, it's bad. It doesn't matter that he's having hallucinations. It's, it's just fine. figured out in bed. That's the bottom line. <laughs> She's wild. Yeah, what a character. I like did not expect that from her. Also, her hair is really long. Oh, it was up in the wedding. Now I remember. So now it's the mom, uh, Nedman, coming back to the house. And she's like unpacking the groceries and just like chilling and she calls out for Tarek. I'm assuming this is the present day. So the timeline on the, on the show is completely impossible to understand. Um, but I think this is a present day. And so Tarek is like scrubbing a toilet furiously and like being like, yes, commander, I will get it as clean as possible. So he's having another psychotic episode clearly. And then we have Yusuf and his wife, whose name I also forgot. Okay, yes. Um, they're having a conversation on the couch of Tunch, her husband's house. <laughs> or is it husband or boyfriend? I think boyfriend. I thought husband, but until until this episode, I think boyfriend. So it's been established that he's extremely tacky, apparently. He's just like way over the top. <laughs> he just sucks. Tunch. Yeah. But they he's also say that he's tacky. Uh, he, I think, really? Yeah. He says, the word they use was tacky? Well, I don't know, but he says the house is like very badly decorated and like that he has a oh. nicer house or something. He says something. I think that's the least of their problems. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I just like to establish that Tunch is. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like the Tunjai of this show. Um, Except like, I don't know, more actively harmful. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was just like a goofball. <laughs> yeah, true. But I think he's like, I don't know. He seems, I don't know. I'm very confused about what I feel about that character. So basically what we learn is that, Tun- so Tun, eh, not Tunch, Yusuf starts like telling Feride, like, your our house together is empty. You're making me pay rent on an empty house. Like all this stuff. And you were like a terrible wife to me. You always ordered food and you never made me food. And now... Uh, Elif is asking for Monte. You never made Monte for me. Like all this, ugh, I just hate him. Also, at this point, agreed. And he's like, you know, after being a complete asshole for like fit ten minutes of dialogue, he's like, you know, we should try being together again. And she's like, are you fucking insane? Like I already redid my life. I'm giving my relationship with Tunch a try. Like, no, I'm not getting back together with you. Go live in the house if you're annoyed about paying rent for an empty house. Like, that's why it exists. So then, like, he just leaves and goes to uh, the aforementioned house. Or, no, no, no. He goes to the police station and he's like, uh, he tells his chief, like, you were right. These people are hiding something and it's something big. Like, I can tell that there's something there. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, um, you know, I told you to go there on vacation. Like, this isn't, like, you weren't meant to take this seriously. And, like, chill, basically. And so he uh, leaves the, the police station. 
and like then he no I don't remember exactly how it happens but basically he gets into his boss's office and Tunch is there being like I'm going to uh like press charges against Yusuf for breaking and entering my house and Yusuf is insane he just starts like trying to beat this guy up and it's like I don't think this is the best way to solve your work problems but sure so like this guy's like I'm gonna I'm gonna put this online like I'm gonna make this a huge deal whatever so then we have a, a small scene with Jeff that is at the doctor and it turns out he's getting medication for for Tadic. I, I don't know if, if we had touched that much on this issue but I think it's gonna probably be huge but like we find out that it was Tadic's parents who didn't want him taking the medication when he has that conversation in the forest in the previous episode with the ghost or whatever of Emel, the hallucination of, of Emel. And he's like, like it, I guess it really humanizes him because he's like, I don't want him. He doesn't talk. He doesn't do anything when he's on these medications. Like he's not himself. And I feel really guilty kind of, I don't know if he actually says he feels guilty, but it's like evident that he feels guilty about having to kind of force his son to take these medications. But he does mention to the doctor that there's been a few like psychotic episodes and that clearly like that means that he needs to go back on his meds, which again, his dad was the person who was being like, no, I don't want you taking the meds for now. So then we see Yusuf. So Tunch leaves the police station, gets in his Range Rover, because of course he has a Range Rover. And Yusuf is like, I'm gonna follow this guy, which is a very bad idea, especially since he clearly has issues managing his anger. He's a goddamn moron. (laughs) He's so dumb. It makes me so mad. (laughs) So he starts following Tunch. Tunch obviously like figures it out, calls um, Ferida and is like, you know, your ex is following me and he's crazy. Um, and so she calls him and he's like, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm getting ellipse medication. And he's like, and she's like, what pharmacy are you at? Oh, I don't know. Let me check. And he like pretends to go out of the pharmacy, read the sign, go back in. He's like, oh, it's whatever pharmacy. And she's like, mm, okay, um, I think you're following Tunch. And he's like, what are you talking about? Whatever. And he like hangs up the phone and gets even angrier, cuts him off, gets out of the car, starts like spewing insane things, saying he's like gonna beat him up and he's like a wuss and like he speaks badly of his boss, of his wife, of his child. Or I don't know if it mentions the lift, but like he just like bad bad mouths everyone in his life. And yet he's trying to get back with his wife. So it's all he's not helping himself in the least. And then, of course, it turns out our good friend Tunch is recording all of this. So then it, we flash to um, Yusuf at his boss's office. And his boss is, like, showing him the video of the altercation being like, this is really bad. Everyone's calling because this is a huge deal. And ba- apparently Yusuf does not understand what YouTube is or, like, the equivalent. He has a lot of trouble with technology. I like the line from his boss about him needing not only a smartphone but also smart underwear because he's so stupid. <laughs> he just needs all of it. <laughs> he is really stupid. I think he's just like a toxic male. I just, I can't, I cannot. If I knew someone like that, I would immediately cut them out of my life. I can't. 
so he's like okay um like this is gonna have repercussions for you i don't know if he actually says the exact repercussion but he's like this is bad you should not do this and then he's just like he's waiting outside of the police station i don't know what he's expecting but then we go back to Jebdet in the village. Um, he just got back from the doctor's office. And he goes to see what Tadek is up to. And he's peeling some potatoes. He's like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I'm peeling the potatoes. It's like, for a, the it's like a lot of potatoes. It's like a whole like vat <laughs> of potatoes. <laughs> and he's destroying all the scraps on the floor, which gave me a little bit of OCD for a moment. And then he's like, what are you going to do with all those potatoes? He's like, ha, ha, ha. We're going to eat them, of course, sir. Like, it's just weird, weird interaction. And he sits down and he's, like, trying to have a heart-to-heart as if he were his kid's commander, which is, like, weird. But he's like, okay, uh, when you're done, meet me in the uh, kitchen. We have a very important mission ahead um, that you and I need to do together. And he, like, hugs him. And it's, honestly, Jeff, that might be the only character that I like on the show now because he really does care about his kid a lot. And he's like, like, I could really empathize with him in this episode, which I cannot say about some of the other characters. We're just dumb. I don't, especially Yusuf, I can't. Oh, also, I forgot to mention in the scene with his wife. That's when we find out that those little kids uh, were Taner and Yusuf. And that Taner was the one who killed the old man. But like, Yusuf has carried this guilt for his whole life. Like, it's Every time something bad happens to him, he thinks it's like basically like karma for killing the old man in the past. Seems like it probably is. Oh no. I just feel like if you commit such a horrible crime when you're such a young kid, like, well, especially they didn't know like the extent of what they were doing. I don't know. I just feel bad for them. Like how shitty to do that when you're such a young kid where like you don't understand what you did and like, you didn't do it on purpose like I don't know it just seems really shitty so Jevdet decides that he's gonna give Tadek the medicine and then Tadek comes in the hallway and he's acting normal and he's like okay Tadek like you're gonna have this medicine and Tadek's like no 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 and he runs away from the house um and is walking down that street that everyone is always walking down in that town <laughs> and then we flash to Emel with the psychologist with uh, Salim's sister and she's like opening up and explaining like in a lot of detail what happened and then she leaves and she bumps into Salim is kind of like oh this is weird and Salim's like yeah I know I'm living with my sister just while I figure stuff out but I think it's his mother I don't know we can discuss that also later because that was bizarre like she seemed older and like seemed to treat him like a kid I don't know and so then Salim's like oh can I he tells his sister slash I don't know I'm just gonna say it's his sister although it doesn't convince me um and he's like oh can I just grab a pen from your office it turns out he had a freaking recording Uh, machine in the office not a small one either how did that (laughs) get seen anyway I am so I am so upset about that I think it's so wrong like I just feel like it was my privacy that was violated in that way also, that like, was... if you're going to be a little creepy boy with all those, like, hard candies, at least, like, make a hard candy-shaped bug. So it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, you'll stick his weird hard candies in your creepy. Like a giant He's not a order. comics villain, as <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, at least, like, like, don't make him dumb and creepy. Like, do, like, I need more there anyway. Yeah, creeps are supposed to be smart. I'll take that one. 
Um, <laughs> so he like sits creepily in his room to listen to the recording. And so then Yusuf decides to go to the empty house and he's like turning on the lights and like, then Elif, Elif calls him and is like, oh, did you see what about the video? And it's super confusing because it seems like she's alluding to the first video. Turns out she's alluding to a second video that someone took of Tunch um, cheating on Ferede with some other woman. Although it could be Ferede with straight hair because of the same hair color, but it's probably not because she would know if it were her. So, and she's like, yeah, like mom is super upset. We're moving back in with you. And it's like, what the hell? So she tells him to go watch the video. So he goes to his computer, puts on the video. And after the video of Tunch cheating on, on Ferede plays, the video of him as a little of of Taned as a little boy jumping in the water with the necklace shows up on the computer. So for a second, I thought he was also having psychotic episodes. <laughs> but no. One second later, he gets beat in the head by someone, probably Taned, obviously. This is MO. He's like on the floor, like writhing. And he's like, what the hell just happened? And he finds a video recorder on his coffee table. He's like, shit. Because at this point, he thinks Tanit is dead. So that would be creepy, F. Well, I don't think he thinks he's dead anymore after discovering no? the campsite with the magnifying glass necklace uh, in the prior episode. But it's, it, I guess it's it's uh, unsettling to say the least that uh, he knows he's being followed and can easily be accessed like that to the point of being yeah. knocked unconscious in his house. And then we just see Tanit on the street. And that's where the episode ends. A lot of stuff happened. Yeah. Now, so so now we're gonna move on into our gossip slash banter slash spilling the non-existent tea section. And Sophia, you said you had a lot of feelings <laughs> about this episode. So should we start there? Oh God, I just, Selim is like, oh, who the fuck is this person? He seems like an incel, proto-incel. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my that's gosh, so, yes. That's so true. You're right. That's exactly what he is. Proto-incel. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with him? Like, I can't. How could someone behave that way? It's so disturbing. It really disturbs me. I, I, truly, I truly thought that, you know how you said like, oh, is that even his sister? Might be his mom. Like, I didn't even think that they were family until he like mm-hmm. asked to go in and grab a pen, like in a very familiar way. Cause I thought like maybe he oh. was a patient or um, oh. I don't know, some, some other like degree of creep, but uh, I guess they are actually related. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure that they are brother and sister. Cause like, why would he? you know like lie about mom versus sister that doesn't make a huge difference but I felt like the whole relationship was potentially fabricated also Mm. just like I like there's google this takes place in 2016 like google a therapist like why do you have to like yeah I wanted to ask you guys this like if you were in ML's position would you ever see the sister of your coworker? absolutely not me neither. I would never do that. I mean, there, there's, there's obviously a code of ethics where they're not supposed to say anything to anyone, but I just couldn't. But their it. loyalty's not to you, you know. Yeah. So like, you can never yeah. be sure. Yeah, exactly. But they, they, they wouldn't have to know that you work. Like, 
she could have just said like oh someone referred me to you like they don't have to exactly yeah. say if they're a co-worker like it could be a friend I don't know I mean as the therapist I would be like I, you know I understand you know that you wanted to come to me because you know you got my name from someone you know or whatever but I don't like there's too much closeness here like yeah, yeah the X, like- y, and Z person if it was like my coworker said, oh, yes, I go to this psychiatrist, I recommend her, then that's one thing. Yeah. But like this psychiatrist and my sister, like, hell no, no, I'm not going. Especially if you're creepy hard candy, man. Hell yeah. No. I think they don't, they just, she doesn't know how creepy he is yet. And she, yeah. th- there's no reason why she would know. Cause like, why would she know that this guy followed her to the bar, yeah. followed her after the bar fight, like, ref- referred to her uh, referred her to his sister then recorded the session like yeah yeah no way like if you were imagining that about something that happened someone would be like you're out of your mind right. that's not yeah. the way that's gonna go true so I think I think it's like it's hard to to think how you would react if you were a man because like she's just like oh this is the weirdo because he okay like there might be a language barrier but there's clearly like a weirdo energy to all of his I agree yeah performances yeah absolutely Um, and also i like it's so weird that they work in this office it seems like there's 20 people in this very open modern office she sits next to him yeah and they've never met before i feel like the it person is the first person you meet and then you like never talk to them again oh no you want you need to keep them on your good side actually (laughs) this is why this is why you didn't you, you you know you had to go to your, your MBA program because it was the IT team yeah, was not behind me. <laughs> they they totally undermined you. <laughs> oh God. No, but I think I mean the other thing that's surprising about them having an open floor plan is he's saying some really intimate things that he's seen about her life, like yes. giving an opinion. Yeah. in an open floor plan yes. office where everyone can hear what he's saying there's a lady like, sitting like stuff. right there like typing away on her computer pretending she's not listening let me tell you she's fucking listening oh yeah that is gonna be some hot tea <laughs> oh my god literally like that's office that's what offices run on yeah like hearing yeah. The bullshit in other people's yeah. lives that's the that biggest thing i miss about not working in an office right now <laughs> it's all the gossip <laughs> That's why we have to do this podcast and gossip about fictional characters. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I I I have a new theory now. I think that either Taned or well, there's two I have two theories. Okay. One that Tadic like flips out because he sees his wife hanging out with this new guy, gets jealous and kills him. And then Taned covers up the mess. Or like Taned somehow I think Taned's a creep obviously yeah he out creeps the creep and kills him I don't get creepy <laughs> I don't get creepy energy I think he's dangerous but I don't think he's an obsessive type I don't get that vibe from him not obsessive but definitely like there's something very off with him yeah yeah I mean I think he's impulsive and can be violent but I don't think like like I don't think he's harming Ria for example I think he's helping her now he might kill whichever assholes if 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 my theory is right and she's getting abused by someone I think he's gonna kill or at least severely kick the ass of whoever's doing (laughs) that um and he may have done that with he may have had a similarly like violent reaction to realizing that uh Satan was stalking 
his uh, yeah it's weird because like we know that he's a well we know he murdered as a child and we probably can assume that he murdered somebody as an adult (laughs) but he when he was doing that scene with Rhea he had like a very submissive like weirdly subservient energy I feel like well yeah yeah I read that as like him being like maybe he had a leash put on him a little bit like we was like no you're not gonna like take care of it. like again this is me assuming that my idea of what's going on is correct but mm-hmm. um my theory there is that he would absolutely love to just like strangle whoever this violent uh person is but Rial was like no like you're not gonna get involved and so she's like ashamed I, th- I mean not that she should be ashamed but she's like ashamed that she is still at, at the mercy of whoever this violent perpetrator is and she uh-huh. hasn't been able to figure that out for herself even though she told him that I'm gonna take care of this myself and you're not gonna kick his ass or kill him or whatever and then he's like but I'm so sad that you're hurt and I hate this guy too <laughs> whoever this is but that's how I read that scene but who knows I mean he could also have like multiple personalities wouldn't yeah, surprise me would be a surprise literally <laughs> yeah. everyone in this town has some side, sort of like major psychological yes. break issue yeah yeah so yeah as as you were saying Sophia like I've never been a big Yusuf fan but this is the episode where I was like okay I fucking hate this guy like what is his problem like not only was he an accomplice to murder as a small child but also he's such a dick to his wife who's being so nice to him to his ex-wife but I I will I will say on the child thing like I don't know I feel I I won't judge him for that because I feel like that's such a complex situation like two little boys like age eight or whatever like just being mischievous like mischievous like the old guy is like kind of shitty he's like oh now you're a thief also I'm sorry you're blaming the old guy for getting murdered (laughs) while trying to stop a robbery I'm not I'm not blaming the old guy I'm just saying that it's a very difficult situation for eight-year-old kids like Jimmy well how would you react if you're a child and that happened no you're right you're right but (laughs) but Yusuf was friend best friends with Taner who clearly is a psychopath so there's something yeah there's there's something off but I think what that story is trying to establish is that something was wrong with Taned since he was a kid from the very beginning yeah yeah and I think they purposefully try to paint Yusuf as like kind of the spectator and not like active Mm -hmm. in the whole thing Mm -hmm. like he's just there like like just happened to be with his friend and like it was innocent and they thought they stole a video camera and were like really happy with themselves and filming themselves and then like they clearly seem really remorseful and like affected by it when they go to the funeral like they're both crying and uh-huh. like, really upset about it but then Yusuf turned out to be an asshole as an adult <laughs> <laughs> well Yusuf turned out to use a traumatic experience from his childhood to excuse like, everything yeah exactly yeah and like be an asshole like I thought it was weird from the beginning when fairy day was like it was her job to comfort him like that was weird because like there it's not her job anymore but that was nice of her and then he's like such a fucking asshole to her and then he doesn't understand how video phones work which was really (laughs) unbelievable like he's like 35 max like this is not (laughs) he's a 
detective like he should be using yeah, police yeah. video footage all the time i know yeah. that's what is mind-boggling to me like is he an old like is he like is this trying to paint him as like an old school cop who believes in the old school <laughs> notebook <laughs> ever. Like, there's a lot of air happening right now just so our <laughs> listeners know uh, there's a he was given a physical file folder in his physical duffel bag True. That was physically confiscated by Narmin, who's the real. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I bet she um, knows how a smartphone works. That woman, nothing gets by her. Let me tell you. <laughs> for sure, that's for sure. Also, I have a question. Do you guys think that the murderer, like, actually bonded Taned? Like, feeling like they they have this very like sacred kind of secret like I don't know how to explain it but like this very you know like old school secret that binds them together it's surprising that this guy would then go and investigate Taned because like I feel like he probably feels like Taned has something on him like if he were alive because he could he could tell on him about the old dude's story which I mean honestly probably today if they told like this is what really happened like I don't think that th- there would be anything to do about it. Yeah, it's like, like past any kind of but... statute of limitations, I would assume. Yeah. Actually, no, mur- with, with, with murder, I guess there isn't, but this isn't really murder. It's probably max manslaughter. Yeah. I mean, also, like, a child with, I don't, maybe he had, like, a metal rod or something, but, like, it seemed like it wasn't a metal rod. I think it was, like, a plank is what I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. How could he have killed the old man, like, with the force of a tiny his, child his skull was as thick as an eggshell it's his fault <laughs> it's all the old man's fault <laughs> oh my god these kids are not innocent sophia they're both bad people oh, i'm not think- saying that they're innocent do we think the show's called innocent because they knew there'd be a podcast about it and we would say innocent inadvertently so many times <laughs> i'm trying to work it in as many times as possible <laughs> between Tana and Yusuf in the you know from childhood to the present day timeline some other shit happened so I do feel like Yusuf knows Tana well obviously he now you know for sure knows but even before the campsite scene I think he had a strong suspicion that Tana wasn't dead but he didn't want like some random cop to figure that out so I feel like there is something there that you know he needs to like find this man and corner him and talk to him as opposed to like making a big fuss about outing him as being alive. And what yeah. is what is Tenor trying to accomplish by like framing Tunch and then like communicating via leaving the recorder and taking I was the like, lens? Like, bruh, I'm here, bruh. I'm here, I bruh. You. I love you, bruh. <laughs> love you, bruh. We're murder brothers, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> also, who who released the video of Tunch and the other woman? Also, Taner probably f- f- following yeah. and filming him. Yeah, it was wow. definitely Taner. Taner's like TMZ Istanbul. He's like yeah. all over. He's all over <laughs> <Taner> MZ. <laughs> and I completely agree with you, Sophia. I'm pretty sure they used the same actress. They just straightened her hair because it's the exact same color. <laughs> it looks like her. There's a limited budget for these things. <laughs> hair, hair straightener is cheaper than the second actress. <laughs> But Fetida's hair is very nice. I really like her curls. Yeah, me too. 
So, yeah, as you notice, I have a lot of emotions about the childhood thing because I just, <laughs> what happens to me when I see these sorts of things is just, I think what I would do in that situation and it just makes me really anxious. Like, oh my God, what if that happened to me? That would be so stressful. And the answer to what Sophia would do would be find ways to blame the victim for yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> Guys, come on, that's not me. The skull was too damn thin. Like, it was just a plank. <laughs> Yeah, like, and also, like, I also think about this, like, when you're a kid, you think the consequences are really bad. Well, obviously, you did something really bad. So obviously, they're going to be bad. But like, probably if they took those kids, like to the police or something, I don't think even in that time, they would have been able to do anything anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, it probably wouldn't have been a, as big a deal as they imagine in their head head if they told their parents what happened I feel like the whole town was just been like, mm, let's just agree that he fell and hit his head yeah like, let's not like make a whole thing out of this because we're a little village and whatever like yeah. which i mean what ended up happening i'm sure is that in the absence of any kind of i don't know med- professional medical examiner or autopsy or anything they were probably like yeah he was old and lived alone he just fell yeah yeah, that was when they found him. He, he got really scared of this other kid like jumping on him and like I don't know, whatever. No, but just in the old man's defense, I do not defend the children stealing from him. Like that's not okay. But I just <laughs> think that that's really a fucked up thing to happen to you when you're eight years old. Yeah, no, it's very obviously very traumatic. They are still not well adjusted adults as a result of it. <laughs> Why was Yusuf not fired on the spot? I don't know that wasn't even that wasn't even that strict of a like I would have given him way more of a lecture than he got like that was pretty mild he should have been fired (laughs) yeah immediately yeah he's fucked up that was not okay he 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 just like seems so impulsive I don't think that like you know I, I don't know how it works but I feel like police officers get a lot of like personality test stuff and like if it came out that you're that aggressive like you wouldn't get hired in a perfect world, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, do they even do that in the U.S.? I don't think so. Based I have on- no idea. <laughs> what, what kind of cops we have. Um, but he also, he speak the, the thing that really annoys me most, like, yes, he's a bad person and I don't like him, but, like, he speaks in that, like, fake, like, whisper high voice all the time. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Yeah. It's not his voice. Like, why is he talking like that? What I is he doing? That. It's exactly how his character in that comedy show talks, though, sometimes. That's why I, like, crack up every time he starts to get shrill, because it's, like, that's how that other character... I don't know. I just feel like there's so many references to that show, like, that they worked in because that other show was so popular. Maybe this is supposed to be a comedy, and we're all, like, being completely idiots about it. Hey, I, I, LOL, like, I I laugh out loud at least once every episode. (laughs) This episode, what did I laugh out loud at? Oh yeah, that scene, like him talking like that to his boss, like in the shrill yeah. voice. And then prior episode was the dance, the forced dancing in the woods. <laughs> episode, the first episode was the New Zealand hotel people. <laughs> this is a comedy show, really. Are you watching this with your mom? Yeah. What does she think about it? Uh, she already saw it and she really liked it. And oh really? Really likes it, yeah. Hmm. And she watched when I left. So we both we both have good senses of humor, unlike some people I know. <laughs> fair dig, fair dig. I've never laughed at this fucking show. <laughs> I think I, I just got really angry this show. Like A, the creep, B, Yusuf being such a self-saboteur, like 
one second he's like asking his wife to get back together with him and the other he's complaining that she never cooked a home meal yeah and the other that was ridiculous he's like, <laughs> he's like this guy's an idiot like you should be with me and i'm like no you should be with neither they're both idiots neither agreed Ugh, i can't also just a funny little aside or well also something else i felt really strongly about and i another thing that i empathize with this episode is that whole thing with um how scared Emmett starts to get of her husband yeah yeah Yeah. that bothered me a lot like that was so sudden and just like the least helpful thing you can do like i understand being concerned for your safety because you obviously witnessed your husband get very suddenly violent but at the same time completely shutting him out uh and you know well and confronting him like screaming at him like if you're gonna if you're scared like go stay somewhere else yeah don't like go home yeah. and yell at him right and like give him the benefit of the doubt a little bit like clearly it's not he's not himself in those moments it's, i mean it's obvious because he went from like being chill at the bar to just like beating a guy up so it's not normal but also how did she not see any of that before they got married yeah well i if, if this is schizophrenia it can be very sudden onset um, but he, we know he got he got out of his military service because of it remember Mm. or we think so i think that the family knew my working theory is that it's clearly manifested already but for some reason it didn't manifest when they were dating yeah i think my feeling on this family and this whole town is that they knew and they just like were ignoring it slash keeping it quiet because i didn't feel like taner was that confused or concerned when he got that call from Tarek. Mm. yeah that makes sense but still quite confusing yeah there's there is one funny thing in that scene but it's a translation funny thing okay um in the subtitles it says like do you want to order chinese and he actually says do you want to order pide oh my gosh oh what oh that's <laughs> what hilarious the fuck? i didn't catch that at all <laughs> So the translator is like, okay, that's interesting. At least say pizza. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> well, he translated Monte to ravioli. And yeah, then it did. And I wasn't listening. I was just reading it. I was like, oh, that's weird that she wants, she's craving ravioli. <laughs> ravioli is, to, in their defense, that is how a lot of Turkish restaurants in the States or even in Turkey with English menus translate. Monte. I mean, fair enough. It's like a savory pasta stuffed with stuff. Yeah. But the flavor is so different, though. Yeah. Which naturally brings us into our next section. <laughs> <laughs> what a great segue. Great segue, guys. Good work. So today for our history section, we are going to be discussing Manta and uh, hopefully our favorite candies also, because both of those... Oh. We're in this episode. Our favorite Turkish candies or just candies? Just candies. General? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but first what Manta is. So Manta is like a very small, I don't know what the dough is, but it seems like pasta dough and it's stuffed with usually meat, lamb meat, I think, and then served covered in yogurt typically. Yep. And tomatoes. And tomatoes, yeah. yeah and butter and butter and and i like sumac and uh mint 
and red pepper like uh flakes on mine Hmm. some places also like so so in some places it's more like uh places being like restaurants specifically although i think there's also well kai city in the middle of turkey is the famous monta uh province or town but all i mean there's all and bodrum also has a particular variety of monta i think i could be wrong here but i think bodrum monta is crispier so they put the the dumpling pre cooking it in water or boiling it or whatever they put it in the oven so the outside gets brown and crispier browner and crispier than like that sounds delicious for example yes yeah, so that's nice it's nice they're both i like i mean i like any any monta i meet pretty much I like, although i had a very <laughs> i had a very bad monta uh, experience in prague oh no in general in the in prague just like don't get too creative like mcdonald's is fine on it honestly czech food isn't great either but oh really that's just what i'll say ouch hot take here hot take about yeah i mean the international cuisine that they attempt to do is not good and also czech food in general is not everyone's <laughs> cup of tea it's not my cup of tea what is it what is it i'm very curious what is czech food it's like i don't know i mean Polish food, which I love, is also like a lot of meat and potatoes, but they just do it better than their neighbors. Ouch. Sorry. <laughs> I do love Prague. I love your beer. I had a hard time with your food. <laughs> that just makes me think a lot about when we went to Sofia in Bulgaria. Oh my gosh. I just remember the food being like weird and off. No, the food was fucking delicious. What are you talking about? Cause they, they, have, remember, Italian oh, yeah, food? they have like cheese fried cheese or something i could see you loving that sammy <laughs> <laughs> well they also they had like uh italian royals at some point and so they what? had a lot of like really nice italian restaurants it was good okay but remember we went to that i, I remember distinctly two restaurants or three one well four one, <laughs> one was like super like medieval styley with like everything wood and like pelts yeah and, yeah like, yeah barrels everywhere and i remember that had good food but then we went to like a german place that was terrible i think that's because everything was closed most things were closed that, yeah that the food was bad i don't know it's because it was labor day weekend like which is a holiday everywhere in the world except the u.s <laughs> that's right <laughs> literally i think it's literally true i mean we have a labor day it's just not the same day it's not when the communists have it obviously yeah <laughs> <laughs> well fine it's not when the rest of the world has it yeah right the communists that's what i'm saying because labor <laughs> rights not are saying different things disputable in the u.s correct <laughs> correct you i mean i don't yeah I think didn't didn't our uh, alma mater Sammy not even give labor Labor Day off? That's correct. Well, the staff had it <laughs> off, but the professors and the students did not. So the trash would pile up, and the bathrooms would become so disgusting you would not believe. For, for what? Yeah, that's literally one day at a university. Um, how yeah. awful! How it says really bad things about the people who were still active that day, just creating yeah. messes. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> anyway. Also, I'd like to go back and just say, I may have just found the worst restaurants in Prague. Your food might be delectable. I'm so sorry <laughs> to any Czech listeners. I just have to say that the Turkish restaurant I went to there was terrible. Would not recommend to anyone. So anyway, that's, a shame. that's the only but bad I think, I I think <laughs> Monte is the most typical food, like the most typical Turkish food that will be butchered. Yeah, like yeah, people. I feel like That's you don't true. see Monta. Like, On I went to a much. lot of different Turkish restaurants in New York, and 
I barely ever saw Monta on the menu. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a fair point. Which is also, interesting. Funny, funny anecdote that um, I, none of us saw this in person, but it was relayed to us by uh, a third party, uh, Adijan. Our, our, <laughs> you all know who I'm talking about. Um, but I think this is a really funny story. So in Cappadocia, which is you know, in the middle of Turkey, ferry chimneys, all that very touristic uh, part of the country, he told us that he had been to a restaurant where on the menu as the English translation for Monte was the word logi, L-O-G-I, because Monte is one letter short of Mantuk, which is the Turkish word for logic, and logi is one letter short of logic. <laughs> I had forgotten about that. So that's my greatest that's uh, menu translation story. I haven't even seen it in person, but <laughs> I would be happy to do an entire bad translations podcast because yeah. I think they're so wonderful. That would be so funny. My favorite Turkish one was um, in the old city somewhere. There was a guy selling um, watches on the street and it said there was a big sign that said genuine fake watches. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there, are, there are no lies on that sign. <laughs> um, all right. If you guys are going into a gas station and you're buying some candy, what would it be? In the States or in, in Colombia? Oh, you can do both. In a tra- in a what station you said? Train station? Like a gas station, convenience oh, store, like, you know. I remember there was a candy that we always bought in the convenience store at our dorm in turkey but i can't remember what it was there were some good chocolate bar type deals there oh, yeah we ate a lot of we chocolate. ate a lot of them. <laughs> uh, i think i'm gonna go out of, like ahead and say that i think those candies that he gives her are smarties i don't know aren't smarties like aren't smarties like the chalky ones no 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 but in in europe and i think in turkey too smarties are like m&ms but different colors and different oh, but they're still tart no 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 it's like m&ms like chocolate oh wow oh, okay. so they're just completely different from... interesting i think i don't know but they're different colors also oh. um oh the other thing that we loved in turkey were the the popsicles well not what are they called like ice cream bars you did yeah i think that's ice what it's called bars? Yeah, like they, at the bottom of the dorm, oh, they had a bunch of ice cream bars, okay, didn't they? Okay, okay, that's right. I call it a popsicle, but it's not, I guess, a popsicle. Popsicle is more like a fruit. Yeah. I would say They're in really the U.S., different. I would go for a Twix. Yeah, retweet. That's so good. And then maybe if I was, like, in a tart mood, like, nerds. Oh, I love nerds. Nerds are good. What's your favorite color of nerds? Oh, I don't know. Not purple. That's the pink are the best aren't they itty bitty how do you yeah. like even distinguish the taste because they used to come so in those many- packets that was like two flavors and they were separated uh, okay so yeah see i'm not a candy person or like i don't really like like chocolate by itself like i like twix because it's like a cookie basically covered mm-hmm. in chocolate and then likewise and if i was in turkey i would get um like the wafer the gofret is what they're called the wafer oh yeah the chocolate covered wafers mm. um 
I mean, I'll, I, I can go for like a piece of like a small piece of like a square of chocolate on a larger bar, but like I can't do the whole bar because it gets to be too much of, of that. Oh, I love chocolate bars. Flavor. I love everything. I love candy in general, sweet foods. I think it was in Turkey that I first started liking pistachio ice cream because uh-huh. I didn't used to like it. Mm. And it's so good. If you go to Turkey, eat anything pistachio flavored and yeah. you will be happy. <laughs> I just drove by uh, Pistachio Land in New Mexico, which, by the way, don't go. But (laughs) it has the world's largest pistachio, so it claims. But it's like not a real pistachio, right? No, it's a a sculpture, pistachio sculpture. Okay. (laughs) Do they grow pistachios in? Apparently, yeah. Pistachios and um, what else were there? Pecans. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, so you say pecan. You don't say pecan. No. Pecan. Pecan. <laughs> pecan. I think that's something from the South. Pecan. Pecan is kind of Southern too, like pecan. pecan. <laughs> I think it's more like East Coast, isn't it? Pecan. North East Coast. I've, I've noticed this is a complete unrelated tangent, but I've noticed that, so I work in, my day job is in finance, and I've noticed that people who are like my age, uh, or at the start of their careers, will say finance, but then as you go up the corporate ladder, they start to say finance. Oh my God, my dad says finance, and it drives me absolutely <laughs> See, up the abs- wall. It's absolutely an age slash seniority thing too. Like all the pro- all the like sweater vest wearing professors. Yes. Finance. Finance. Yeah, P- pecan finance. <laughs> I would take that class. <laughs> Probably very financially viable. Very profit. <laughs> okay guys moving on yes no <laughs> you, oh, went, you, you, went, our- you went on this weird ta- candy tangent sammy so you can't <laughs> you're the one who that. didn't want to do the research on their best so this is what we got <laughs> that's true So now we're going to move on (laughs) into our favorite section, which is what the fuck and Sultan of success. Vian, that's going to be fucking hard, but let's start with what the fuck. So first. The whole episode. (laughs) Yeah. The whole episode. That's fun. (laughs) Uh, Killing an old man. Yeah. Um, What the fuck? The musical number. Like (laughs) why? Just the, the little the, the little shimmies they did at each other like oh, when God. they got up for the, that was those majorly <laughs> discomfort inducing so discomfortable. <laughs> um, <laughs> what the fuck, Yusuf's eye bags? The like yeah. bags under his eyes Dude, are I said the so same thing. I was right? like, look at his eye bags. What is up with that. them? Are they they're putting that of, on? They're full of, they're full of secrets. <laughs> Like, like I think the hair. makeup department is like literally putting like sacks under his eyes. Full of Ziploc baggies. Yeah. Little tiny goldfish in there. Poor guy. He needs some sleep. <laughs> oh yeah. And then I have what the fuck. ML and Tarek's apartment is so masculine. Oh, I was gonna say it's nice too. It's like, very it's... nice. But it's also like really like bachelor pad E, I mm. feel like. Like she's very feminine the way she dresses. And like that, that that apartment is all like gray and black and like silver 
Chrome but there's flowers, stuff. which are women. But the bedroom, <laughs> the bedroom is is pretty feminine, I think. Was like it? the bedroom is like pastel colors and like a pastel bed, but then the kitchen is like weirdly masculine. Hmm. It is a it's a very cold kitchen. Like it's just very yeah, it's very metallic. Cold. Yeah. I have what the fuck when Yusuf was spraying deodorant all over his chest. Yeah, I was like, are you going for a shave or is this just shower time for you? Like, like what the hell is going on here? How about him throwing out that soup? That was so rude. The Huge. throwing out the soup was yeah, that's on my list too. That was so yeah. that was terrible, rude. and, and like, he did it like eyesight of the other guy. And yeah. also, if he really thinks that Tarek like tried to murder his daughter, maybe he shouldn't piss him off anymore. Yeah. Yeah, like, what are you even mad at him about? Like, if you think he did it, go to the authorities. Also, you are the authorities. God, not for lunch <laughs> longer, I hope. Yeah. But, like, in the absence of thinking that he actually did something and you're not doing anything about it, like, like why are you being grumpy at him? It's and so also, rude. didn't Narman make the soup? And do you really want to piss her off? No. She's the no. scariest one. Yeah. She will pump more more air into your eye, eye bags. <laughs> <laughs> So that was so fucked up. Like honestly, there was no need to do that. It's perfectly good soup. Give it to yeah. a homeless guy or like a street cat. Give it, or give it to T- Taner, who's on the streets. Taner is hungry. Yeah, he is like, out those of pickles. pickles didn't last pickle. very long. Yes, that's right. Hashtag Taner Pickle Fund. <laughs> Donate after uh, listening, please. <laughs> um, and then my last one is like, I mean, this is such like a Hollywood typical thing too, but like, what the fuck is up with all these beautiful wives that all these men have? Like, Ruya and ML are both this beautiful a, women. This is a big step up from Sammy circa two episodes ago saying, I don't like this show because everyone's ugly. The men are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm usually looking at. Panet <laughs> is really ugly. Panet is extremely ugly. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I, I just love that actor, so I can't even like. I don't even perceive him as ugly because he's. I think. It's I mean, I'm sorry. Like, talented. I feel like your love for him is going to be tarnished because this character is so scary and weird and creepy. No, I don't think so. It's like literally not possible. He's in a band <laughs> that I really like too, and he was so funny on that other comedy show. I can't. I love him. <laughs> Team Tanash. Tanat Pickle Fund, like I said. Team Tanner, no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what are you guys, what the fucks? Anything else? You took all of mine. Oh, I sorry. literally have nothing. <laughs> I do have a few. One is, I, I already mentioned it, but uh, Selim talking about these really intimate matters with... Oh, that's a great one. Um, also, Ruya's obsession with sex. Yep. That was a bit much. It was like, like, doesn't Emel feel like she's talking to a wall? Like, this woman's clearly not empathizing with her. Yeah. I'm just, like, obsessed with sex. She's just like, oh, is the sex good? Oh, then you'll be fine. I was like, wait, what? Like, she's confessing to you that her husband has violent delusions. Like, shouldn't you be a little more concerned? I also think it's what the fuck that like her relationship with Taner I'm very confused about it I don't I still am not sure that he's not the one beating her up mm-hmm. like I still sus- like have a suspicion that he's beating her up what else is what the fuck well I the, the whole fl- I, I'm still very confused as to why what they're trying to call back with Taner bringing the same flowers that he brought to his wife that's oh, Tonic. yeah Tonic. I'm very confused about that. 
what the fuck the two kids killing an old man that was definitely what the fuck. <laughs> yeah at least i thought you were gonna say what the fuck old man for dying like, yeah <laughs> what the fuck old man <laughs> like i i just think that whole like that's just something really unfortunate in general like what a terrible situation that just sucks also i think it's funny that Tadic is now like there's a Ruya again in Faisal's life. Oh, so, that's yeah. a great one. Do wow. you think she paints really um, bad? I guess so. Feel like who knows? Also, I'm still really what the fuck um, about them translating pide to Chinese food. Oh, yeah. that is a major WTF. Yeah, that's, that's a niche WTF. one. Because pide is like a delicious food. We've done Chinese, all the history section. <laughs> Haven't we? And, yeah, I, I don't know. No, we did uh, Lahmajun. Oh. Which is similar, but not yeah. the same. Hmm. Oh my God, I'm craving Turkish food so badly. <laughs> Where don't, food? do not, whatever you do, don't go to that place in Prague. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> like even Simit Sarai is now closed in New York. Like yeah. where am I going to go? Um, we have to open our own restaurant. It's oh. it's clear. It's going to be called Turkish TV Time, the podcast, the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. I just, like, the side is going to be like twenty feet wide to fit all of the all the letters. <laughs> I love it. I have another what the fuck that I just thought of, which is what the fuck all these people being so messed up and unhappy when they're in such a beautiful place. Like that's when they're happens. sitting in the park eating isn't ice cream. Like, I feel like that's a trope, isn't it? It's so like, nice there. Trouble in paradise. But Stop I think being they live happy. in Istanbul. I think, I think they live in Istanbul. You think um, it's Istanbul? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that in Riyadh for sure. In Istanbul. Yeah. 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 And her office is also in Istanbul. But I, I thought, okay, I thought that now, like going back to the lols you were talking about, that scene with the landlord and Tadic mm-hmm. is really funny. Oh, the landlord yeah. is like, what the hell is wrong? Yeah, the poor guy. <laughs> yeah, we sh- he should he should have been our guest on the WTF section. Yeah. <laughs> he would have a lot to share. I guess my, my last WTF is just like how much of a toxic male Yusuf is. Like he's he can't control his anger. Like he treats his wife like shit, but then he wants her back. Right. Yep. Even though she's like been just like sitting on the couch with him like letting him like whine about being a criminal a child criminal oh god i just i can't I so who's our sultan of success guys i have to give it to tanaf for like being so sneaky and undetectable but like getting warming his way in everywhere like it's Ooh. not not a good thing but like he did it very well <laughs> or creep oh yeah true creep Although is he, being very successful right now he would have gotten he would have gotten it hands down if the, the like i said the bug had been in the shape of a hard candy <laughs> <laughs> had to take some points off for that for the giant uh, tape recorder do you guys think that uh what what age is ml because he's like oh i'm 28 but it sounds like from her face that she's older than i guess she's like 35 because she's like oh haha you're such a young impudent 
boy. Also, did, did they translate the opening songs, like, lyrics? Because that whole song's about, no. like... Oh, they didn't? Oh, okay. So that's also a Sezanaksu song, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. And she sang it with a, uh, another artist, Özdemir Erdoğan, who is uh, at least 10, if not more, years older than her. And the song oh. is about forbidden love between an older man and a younger woman oh that's why and the, they were switched the parts. that's why they were switched yeah oh wow i feel like wow. they really should have cast him younger looking if they wanted that to yeah you know you need to be more jail baby yeah yeah like dating your coworker is not that weird like yeah if he was in high school that would fit more this is Ew. this is Sadim, our intern for my. That's <laughs> exactly. This is the intern. Being <laughs> an intern would be more fitting if they really wanted to show something like a power imbalance or like why he would get so so obsessed mm-hmm. with someone so unreachable. That's really interesting, though. Uh, the only other person I would nominate is Feride because she broke up with Tunch and she told Yusuf to shove off and so i think she's winning she went back to him she's going back to live with him well she's going back to their house but like she's probably going to kick him out of it now yeah that's when we'll know she's really a hustler she'll she'll kick him out and then we'll be like okay for sure you're the queen of this (laughs) but then she also had like put elif in her place yeah elif needs to be true disciplined (laughs) because now she's being even more spoiled now that she's got a head injury (laughs) like mom you have to make me monta every night so who 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 are we voting are we really going to give it to creepo or toner i i would i would give it to them i don't want to give it to creepo but he was very successful he was uh okay we can give it to both of them i guess wow worst week ever yeah i know (laughs) i'm so sorry um All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Next time we'll be discussing episode four, where hopefully things make more sense and maybe there's more than one redeeming character on the show, but I doubt it. Congratulations to our joint sultans of success, Taner and Selim. I hope they rule in hell together slash rot there. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening and we will talk to you again next time.